How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. Today, we're discussing Austin Wells. And now, if you know about kind of the catcher position, how it's developing in baseball, then you know that having an offensive catcher is more of a luxury than it is a necessity. You know, Jose Trevino, obviously, he's cemented as the Yankee starting catcher for the 2023 season, had an impeccable defensive campaign, had some good offensive moments as well, but kind of tapered off during the latter portion of the season and into the playoffs. And, you know, Trevino is going to be that just namesake defensive stud at the catcher position, but the Yankees have a prospect kind of climbing through the ranks right now in Austin Wells, 23 years old, who's putting together some amazing offensive metrics, and he's getting a lot better defensively. Now, there was a huge argument maybe last year that Wells may not end up being a, becoming a catcher at the major league level. Some people said maybe first base. Some people said maybe the outfield. He's got some good athleticism to him. But now after his major defensive improvements— I think that we can all kind of say that he's going to be a catcher, and if he lives up to the expectations here, he could be a monster for the Yankees. Offensively, he has a tremendous lefty bat, can easily probably slug 20 to 30 homers in Yankee Stadium if he really reaches that level. And defensively, he saw improvements that are almost unprecedented in 2022. So we're going to discuss that, what he's bringing to this Yankee team, how he might be able to surprise some people during spring training. But Ryan, before we dive into it, how you do today, my friend? So, you know, when you're looking at Austin Wells and you're looking at where he uh, kind of fits into the Yankees' long-term future, where the Yankees are in terms of prospect development with him, he's one of those guys where he's a little bit behind guys like Volpe and Peraz in terms of being major league ready, but he's ahead of the rest of the guys when you look at, like, just Jason Dominguez or Everson Pereira, right? Like, he's right kind of smack dab in the middle of those two groups of prospects where you're like, those guys are a little bit farther away, they're not really into 2023 plans, but a guy like Austin Wells can definitely make a major league impact this year, uh, and there are some, uh, obviously the question marks about his defense are valid. You know, they, when he was first drafted, that was kind of the big thing. You know, he's a offense first guy. There were already, you know, conversations about where he would move um, off of catcher and, and where he would slide, uh, whether it be first base or the corner outfield. Both were positions he played in college. But the Yankees and Austin Wells himself, they've they've remained very committed to this idea of he's a catcher. He is he's a catcher. They are not the Yankees have refused to let him uh, not refuse to let him, but they have uh, not given up on him as a catcher. And, you know, it's interesting because you kind of get a variety of, uh, you know, um, information regarding his defense. There are groups of people who think he's, a, you know, he's just never going to cut it at catcher. And then there's some data out there that would suggest he's actually made some strides. You know, I've talked about baseball prospectus uh, having data that would suggest that he's a better framer than people suggest actually a well above average framer, that his blocking has gotten better, that he's thrown out more runners, you know, that he's managing running game a little bit better. Uh, how that translates at the major league level is going to be a huge question mark. Uh, but so far, it's been trending in the right direction, which is what you like to see. You know, unlike with Volpe, you know, where you know you, you feel like he's most likely going to end up in the minor leagues to start the year, but there's that chance that he just has a great spring training and the Yankees are like, you know what, we're just calling you up. Um, Austin Wells feels very much like I'm 100% certain he starts out in the minor leagues. Um, however, with that being said, I think that's just more so because of the defense at this point, kind of making sure, number one, that he gets a little bit more time to develop behind the plate. And number two, if they don't feel confident with, with him behind the plate, and not even just that, you know, more so 
it, you know, Jose Trevino is still there. And, you know, quite frankly, if Jose Trevino is even an 85 WRC plus hitter or an 80 WRC plus hitter, the defense is so good and he works so well with the pitching staff, you're okay with it, right? You, you, you're you fine with it. You're still going to end up being a top 10 catcher in baseball. Uh, So so ultimately, you know, you're going to have to move Wells around if you want to get that bat in the lineup. So, you know, I imagine they give him some time at first base. I imagine they give him some time at right field. He's a, a lot faster than people think he is. So I think he could play some left field in a pinch. Um, you know, he was ranked in the top 100 for major league prospects by, um, uh, baseball America. So he's a highly touted prospect. He's kind of creeping up towards the major league level. And while the defense still is a question mark, I am pretty confident he can handle himself behind the dish. Maybe I'm wrong on that. It's kind of funny because I mentioned baseball prospectus numbers, but, uh, uh, they actually released their top 20 or top 30 Yankee prospects. They had Wells 13th. They don't think he can catch. So their scouting and their data is a little bit, not just a little bit, they're way on opposite sides of the spectrum. So um, if, if he's a league average defender, you'll you'll more than take it. But I think there's upside to be a pretty good framer at the major league level still. Yeah, I mean, look, last year defensively, he took what most would say is a tremendous step forward. Now, you know, Austin Wells was not, as you said, not considered to be a high-level defensive catcher. Um, but, you know, the MLB is changing. They are going a little bit more towards offense. And, you know, you build a challenge pitches next year. Um, so you don't, you know, the defensive catcher element still is in play. But last year, you know, the offense, as you also said, was significant. If he had really good defense right now and he was maintaining this offense and, you know, hit 261 with a 360 OBP, 12 homers and 43 RBIs in 55 games for Somerset last year in AA, that's pretty awesome. Um, if he's able to continue mounting and developing those numbers offensively and if he already had good defense, we're, we're, we're talking about Wells being the backup catcher this year. But because of that defense, it's definitely... Um, a work in progress, but here are two stats. Here are two numbers that really, in, it, like, really show that he's taking big steps forward, and that if he can really continue to, to compound on that success in 2023, he's going to be at the major leagues for the Yankees if he's not traded in 2024. At least, maybe get an opportunity down the stretch here to mitigate some fatigue. We'll see what happens. They still have Kyle Gosyoka and Ben Rortfett, but you know, Rortfett can't hit. Um, you know, he's a good defensive catcher, but he just can't hit Kyle Gosyoka you know, average defensive catcher and then has some pop to his back and hit a home run every now and then. But otherwise, he's not going to do much for you a lot. But, you know, high strikeout rate. Uh, but Wells last year in 2021, he recorded a 12.5 percent uh, caught stealing percentage. That's horrendous. That number doubled to 24.6% in 2022 and passed balls. As you remember, Gary Sanchez had a huge problem with passed balls. Jose Trevino really corrected that entire variable. Austin Wells had 24 passed balls in 2021. Last year, he only had six. So, you know, both of those categories, he saw significant improvements. So we're not just talking like, you know, he took, a, you know, a couple percentage points. He doubled one of them and cut one of them by into a quarter of what it was pr uh, before. So when we're looking at Austin Wells as a defender, there's a lot of promise right now. There's a lot of reason to believe he could be a high-level um, MLB catcher. Um, you know, this is obviously a lot to be a lot left to be seen because he's only at the double A level right now. We have to see that translate to triple A and then of course to the majors. But Ryan, seeing those defensive improvements, how much confidence does that give you in a guy like Wells to really be the future at catcher for this Yankee team? Having that offensive quality from the left side of the play, especially in Yankee Stadium, is significant. It's a huge factor that the Yankees would love to have. It's a luxury in baseball right now, um, but it really all depends on his defense. What do those numbers mean to you, and do you think that he can continue to develop on those? 
Yeah, so, you know, you, you hit it on the head there. You know, the big thing here is the Yankees just want to get Austin Wells in the lineup, man. Austin Wells can freaking mash, dude. He mashes. Like, at every level he's played, he's just crushed. I've talked about this before. He got to double A, and you kind of expect to struggle at double A. Anthony Volpe went about a month or two months where he just looked lost in double A. Uh, and Austin Wells came up, and he maybe looked bad for like a couple days, and then immediately became one of the best players on a championship-winning Somerset Patriots team. I mean, the dude is ridiculous at the plate. And as you mentioned, left-handed, great, you know, pretty good contact skills, great walk rates, puts the ball in the air. Hits a ton of home runs. Is electric. He actually has good speed. He stole 60 base. Didn't get caught once. Is regarded as a pretty good base runner. Um, you know, as you mentioned with the running game, not only did he ca catch more runners uh, in terms of just the percentages, he also got ran on more. Teams looked at his data from 2021, said, we can run wild on this guy, started running more, and well started throwing more guys out. Typically, when you increase the volume uh, of attempts, like you have a guy who, let's say, catches 30% of, of base runner stealing, you know, if you start, if you throw in 30 more attempts, he's going to catch fewer runners, right? Like, he, he, that's just how it works, usually, um, because you have more guys running running it's there's a there's a lot more variance there you can't really predict each result you can't just say they have a 30 percent chance of getting the base you don't know how things work there also there were there's constantly uh rule changes at the minor league level you know the yankee not the yankees but major league baseball has kind of used the minor leagues at times as a uh guinea pig uh for rule changes so whether it be bigger bases or whether it's you know the uh, pitch clock or whether it's you know uh, uh things like not being able to pick off the first as often you know catchers have a very difficult job at that level of throwing guys out because a lot of the uh rules in place are to generate more offense or generate more base running uh and austin wells progressed very nicely last year you know we're talking about a 26 percent caught stealing rate you know that's that's better than average right that's 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 or right around average and on high volume you'll take it right if he's able to be league average or controlling the running game in a rule environment where the bases are bigger you know there's pitch clock you know you can't pitch pick off the first as often these are things that we're going to see at the major league level at some point you know he's already ahead of the game uh com in comparison to a lot of guys at the major league level, right? That's something people don't adjust for, right? You know, uh, I'm not concerned about the Trevinos of the world because quite frankly, he's here to frame and he's a great blocker. And, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, oh man, he's not going to be a throw out, you know, he's going to throw out, you know, three or four fewer guys every year. That's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a damn shame. Um, but, you know, I'm looking at it with guys like Wurtvet, as you mentioned, who doesn't have that bat, you know, and you don't know if the defense or even if he can hold himself up for a full season injury wise, right? You know, you're, you're thinking to yourself, okay, they, they have, how is he going to translate to the major league level or how is, how long can Higashioka last the major level at this point? You know, he's, I like Higashioka, but he's getting a little bit older. He's turning, th he's 32 this year, you know, two, two years from now, what is his, uh, you know, what are his knees like? What is he like? You know, what, what? How does he hold up, right? So, you know, Austin Wells is, is kind of going to get pressed into action here. And we've talked about this before with the Yankee offense. You know, um, you don't know who struggles. Every year there are guys who are supposed to perform well who don't perform well inexplicably and guys who, don't, who aren't supposed to perform well that play, you know, extremely well. Um, whoever that guy is that underperforms, whether it's at DH or whether it's in the outfield or whether it's wherever, right? You know, Austin Wells could be, in, the Yankees could be in a spot where they're going to desperately need Austin Wells. If the Yankees have another situation like last year where they have a, a poor July or a poor August and Austin Wells is crushing, they're going to feel inclined to bring up Austin Wells. So, you know, ultimately... I think Austin Wells' bat is going to be so good, it's going to force the Yankees to bring up regardless, but the defense taking huge steps forward would definitely accelerate that process and kind of make it impossible to keep at the minor league level, and I'm definitely confident that he can handle the catching position at the major league level, but um, I could be wrong, you know, we're not scouts, but I, I am confident. 
Yeah, I mean, look, this is this would be the best case scenario for the Yankees if, if he can elevate that and be a great catcher at the major league level. Um, Yankee Stadium, it fits his profile to perfection. Offensively, if he maintains the pace he's on in terms of his growth, he's going to be an animal in the batter's box. And like you mentioned before, he can steal some bases. He had seven stolen bases in A alone. You mentioned I think he had 16 in total. Um, so, you know, with a player like that, you don't find catches like this very often. You know, I mean, other offensive catches that really stand out, of course, um, you know, Real Muto is one of them. Um, uh, Adley from the Orioles. You know, this is a, a situation where the Yankees have an opportunity to get a luxury out of Austin Wells, and, um, you know, they can't let that opportunity pass them by. They need to invest heavily in giving him opportunities, giving him reps, spring training. He's got to get at-bats, and a lot of them. He's got to get a lot of innings um, behind home plate. You know, Jose Trevino doesn't need it, right? Like, he he'll, he could walk into the into regular season opening day right now and be fine. You know, I mean, he, I mean he'll, he'll, take, he'll need a little bit of action, but, you know, we know what to expect from him. Higashioka, he kind of needs it. Rortfett, he definitely needs it. But right now, here, my last question for you, Ryan, if you're looking at Wells and Rortvet right now, in my opinion, Wells should be getting any reps that Rortvet should would otherwise be getting. You know what I mean? Because right now, Rortvet with his bat is only a defensive catcher. They need Wells to continue developing and, and competing against better level talent. I think that if there's reps to be had for Rortvet, they should be attributed directly to Wells in, in the near future. Yeah, so the way I look at their roles is, you know, and this isn't going to sound great for people, especially, you know, and I don't th I think on the surface initially they're going to be like, wait a second, right? You know? If Kyle Higashioka goes on the 15-day IL, or if Kyle Higashioka goes on the paternity list, or Trevino in this case, um, you know, Ben Wartvet's getting called up because it's going to be a 10-day up or a 15-day up and then sent back down, right? What the Yankees don't want to do is shuttle Wells between the major and minor leagues. That would really mess with him. If Kyle Higashioka starts off the season, has a 50 WRC+, plus, and it doesn't get much better, Austin Wells is getting called up. If, if the Yankees need a... If the Yankees need a long-term solution or a, a multi-month solution at a certain position and it's between Wells and Rortfett, Wells is getting called up. If the Yankees need a week-long solution to that position or a couple days, it'll be Ben Wartvet. Um, the Yankees, as you meant, no, and as you mentioned in spring training, you know, I, I said this with Volpe too. I want Volpe getting reps with the Perazas, Torres, Lemayhu, Donaldson, Rizzo. You know what I mean? I need him getting reps with those major league guys. I want Austin Wells to catch a guy like, you know, uh, maybe not Garrett Cole per se. Maybe, you know, maybe that I, I, I can totally understand Garrett Cole wanting to be on page with Trevino and Higashioka, hundred percent Clark Schmidt. Um, Domingo Herman, you know, uh, even even get him getting him some innings with Carlos Rodon, you know, um, getting him some work. I know he's definitely gotten some work with Severino because I know Severino came up, had some rehab outings. So I imagine they've worked together a few times or at least once. I could be wrong on that. Um, you know, uh, whether it's uh, or even bullpen guys, you know, get him get him some work with some of the guys who are expected to make the team on the major league roster or guys who are kind of guaranteed major league contracts. You know, the Weizigas, Holmes, uh, Peralta. Uh, you know, um, Michael King, uh, well, Michael King, I imagine isn't going to pitch in spring training, uh, but Tommy Canley, you know, guys like that. I want him working with guys who are going to be people he's working with at the major league level. I don't want him to be unfamiliar with, you know, when I, when Clay Holmes throws his sweeping slider, I want him to know what that looks like. When Jonathan Weizaga throws that 100 mile power demon sinker, I want, I want Austin Wells to already know what that looks like. You know what I mean? I don't want there. I, I kind of want him to be familiar. You know what I mean? I want him spending a lot of time with, you know, Trivino and Higashioka. I think a lot of people don't really, you know, uh, realize this, but, you know, Higashioka is someone who's learned multiple languages to learn how to deal with pitchers. He's someone who's very popular in that pitching staff. I know that a lot of people kind of forgot that because Trevino came in and kind of stole his thunder a little bit in that regard. Uh, but, you know, Trevino's someone who, again, is very popular with the pitching staff. Those two guys know how to work with a pitching staff. That's part of 
that defensive element that, you know, gets a little bit under discussed. Um, so ultimately, you know, being around the major league catchers, working with the major league pitchers, catching them in game situations like in spring training games is more important to me than him even getting at bats in spring training in terms of like, you know, hitting second every day or something like that. Because quite frankly, I know we can hit. I know we can hit. I, I, I know, I'm so confident he can hit. I'm so confident that if you put Austin Wells in the major league lineup right now, I think he'd put up like a 105 WRC plus. Very confident. That's his, like, that's my baseline for him. You know what I mean? Uh, but I want him to be comfortable at the major league level defensively when he does get that opportunity. Um, and also at the minor league level, and perhaps sometimes in spring training, get him some time at first base. Get him some time in the outfield. Get him comfortable playing those positions. Because even if he's a catcher, you know, I want Trevino in the lineup occasionally because I need that defense. And I want Wells to still be a factor on this team. And defensive versatility is something that you just, it's, it's a premium, man. It really is a premium. It absolutely is a premium. But guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on Austin Wells. If you think he can really stand out during spring training, his role this upcoming year. We know we discussed a lot about the value he has, the luxury of being a really great offensive catcher, but his defense is getting better, and I think that's what we all wanted to see. Having him as the future at the position is a very good thing right now, you know, because beforehand, we weren't really sure who was going to be playing catcher in the future. We're kind of wondering, do we have to go sign a free agent? You know, Real Muto was a free agent two years ago, and we were like, oh, did we just miss out? You know, Brian McCann ended up being a dud for the Mets. So, you know, now we're kind of like looking here, like there's not that many great free agent catchers who provide kind of a, a dual threat. And Wells could be that guy, and he's developing an hour farm system. He's ours. Like, he he has no service time accumulated yet. This is a really good situation for us, um, especially post-Jose Trevino, and eventually, of course, we'll want to go maybe with a more offensive weapon if he can match the defensive. But uh, right now, Trevino's the guy. I mean, we love him. He's one of our favorite players on the podcast. He is um, such a fun guy to have in the locker room. He's a legend at this point in time, and we're really excited to see what he can put together in 2023 nonetheless. But always happy to hear perspectives below in the YouTube comments. Make sure to like and subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.